Welcome back to Solid Steps Radio. We are here with our friend Tim Hartledge, Kurt Souter, and I. And uh, Kurt is with uh, Further Still Ministries. You can go to furtherstill.org. And you can go to our uh, Facebook page, facebook.com backslash Solid Steps Radio to hear past shows. We're here talking to Tim today. And when we left off with Tim, Tim took a job that they didn't want to give him and he didn't want it. <laughs> it sounded like at the radio station here in this very building. And uh, it was in this building. Is that right? It was in this building, yeah. So what they, just, they just moved here, just acquired the four stations together. And this uh, is what year, Tim? This is, uh, this is January 2002. Okay. You so, just you just got saved. Just got saved. The sixteenth of December. Born again, not knowing anything. I mean, I remember walking in here and asking the general manager, "Hey, is Billy Graham a good guy or a bad guy?" <laughs> I didn't know. I mean, I'm serious. I didn't know. I'm like, is he just one of those money takers? Is he? And he goes, "Are you serious?" He goes, "And I hired you." And I'm like, <laughs> he goes, "You know, you yeah, had a lot a to learn." Guy. Oh my gosh, it you know, you had a lot to learn. And God blessed me with godly men that He put around me that did discipleship. Three of them at Valley View Church, where I was at at the time, walking with me, a godly general manager here that was answering my, because there was no stupid question. I needed people that I could ask, because I don't know nothing. You could, you could trust. Yeah. You know, you know, I mean, Tim, that's why we're doing this show. Yeah. This show is for men, by men, so that we can see more and more of that happen, uh, more 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 people being reproduced it, in the image of Christ. And it was important, you know, looking back, I didn't realize it was happening, but, you know, get, you know, get saved. What do you do? Get baptized. Okay. And it wasn't point down the hall and go to a Bible study or go visit, you know, and some of them, they did say, visit one that you like. No, if I visit one on Mike, we're going to go fish somewhere. <laughs> so I had guys saying, no, I don't want you to, vi- I'm going to put you somewhere you need to be because you don't know what you don't know. Right. You lead the cow to the pasture you need to you need them to eat in. I needed to be led Mm. because I had too much free will in the world still. And I had three guys telling me, no, you don't need to visit those. Here's where you need to go. And this is what you need to do. And it was I willing to listen to them and trust them. And, you know, in life, I always listen to somebody business wise that I wanted to be like financially somebody I wanted to be like, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't listen to, you know, my you know uncle that always told me what to do and he was dead broke. I wanted to listen to somebody I want to be like. So here's these spiritual guys and I'm watching them. I'm watching every move, they, how they treat their wife, mm-hmm. how they minister to their kids or their kids at church. Mm-hmm. Where do they go eat? When they go eat with them, do they pray? And not only do they do that, I mean, they're praying for the whole daggone restaurant. So I'm being trained and I'm watching and I'm soaking all of it in, which was 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 a cool thing. And that's very, very important because so many times we say, oh, they're saved. That's not the end. That's the beginning. It's the very beginning. Yeah. And, you know, when I mean, how long did Jesus walk with the disciples? And they were still knuckleheads at times, right? Yeah. They didn't have years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's like, come years, on, guys. Come on, guys. Yeah, that's how right. Long? So we, we, you know, so thank God that God surrounded me by godly men. And I wasn't easy. I wasn't an easy pupil, right? Because I had a past. You know, I had a, I had a past. God had to do a lot of cleaning up. So he's cleaning. I'm listening. And, you know, and I'm, you know, I've got a, I've got an ex-wife I'm fighting with. I've got the children thing going through it. And God keeps saying, love never fails. Come with me. Love. Ne-. And this this was the scripture in, in Proverbs 12, verse one says, whoever loves discipline loves knowledge. Man, that was a heavy hammer for me because I was being, I was getting knowledge, but it's, it's discipline. It says, but he who hates correction is stupid. Well, I was stupid. <laughs> well, get in line. It starts right here. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going through that. So I'm at the radio station, you know, and get uh, God showing me signs. You know, Art Noble's hit me on the head. 
Art ends up coming up here running a restaurant that I walk in on, mm. you know, and, and, and things that he's saying and he's prophesizing. I'm like, you're a weirdo. But then they start happening. And I'm realizing that God's moving. So then, you know, through the beer business, I'm like, or, or you know, left the beer business. I'm in here. And then Ruth Shank, God love her, did a story because, you know, in 2001, that Easter pageant was open heart surgery for me. I was drug in there. I mean, I know a lot of people tease about it, but those those skid marks you see was my shoes. I had two women to drug me in there to watch that. That was the seed that was planted because I saw that Gospel of John that I saw on that mm-hmm. bid in New Orleans. You know, that, that thing I heard, I saw it open up in front of me. And I cried, I wept, I laughed when he laughed. But I realized it's him. He's the way. He died for me. And it opened things up. So here I am at the radio station and then, you know, moving up thinking, I'm you know, i got a shot at being a general manager someday and then god says okay i'm giving you a tug and he sent me to joe heber's restaurant yeah I'm starlight like, indiana I'm well, like, that tug was the fried biscuits <laughs> i think it was it was <laughs> yeah, joe <Huber's. laughs> it was gold and you know so i go to huber's for a year that's when joe huber the old man as, yes. as they call him respectfully got sick the first time and got to see things, learn from him. I learned from him. He and I prayed at his at his, at his kitchen table together. He had that aneurysm and, and almost died. God pulled him through it, and then led me back to secular radio, uh, and then back here as general manager. Hmm. And 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 you became general manager what year? Two thousand eight. Two thousand and eight. Yeah, that's because yeah, it was in. February because that's when Joe Huber passed away. Mm-hmm. I became general manager that you know that uh, that month. And so, so I was going to say because you're so you're the general manager now. If we stop right now, the past you know thirty minutes of this show that we've been going through, people will like I'm tired listening to your story <laughs> yeah. from the perspective of that's exhausting. It, 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 it's a, it, it is a, it is a story that people say, what a testimony. And it's done. And it's done. <laughs> but it's not. What a, <laughs> not done. What a great story. What an amazing story. What a story that God can write. And you're like, man, that's an incredible story. And then you ride off into the sunset as a nice general, general manager, manager of, of a radio station, radio. kind of a dream job. And you just continue forever. to do Christian radio yeah. forever. Yeah. And, no. and go out and speak and tell my testimony. Right. And then what He's, happened? Yeah. And then he said, let's go again. I'm like, wait a minute. The pinnacle, I'm here. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm here. <laughs> How old were you then? 2008, so do the quick math. Yeah, so 2008, um, heck, I don't know. It was, how many years ago was that? That was seven years ago. Seven years ago. So I was uh, 18. Uh, <laughs> no, seven, so I was, I'm 43, 44 years okay. old. So, you know, so for eight years, I stay here as general manager. Mm-hmm opening up a lot of ministry connections yes launching radio stations meeting a lovely couple that, that launched one and, and i'm like god how are we using this and and things happened that i didn't understand went different directions and then it's like so four years ago he sent me down in rubber town back to rubber town back to lake dreamland and i'm like really and, and and when you went back there, what did what did what did you do? What the went, circumstances? I went to the I went to the park because I was I was at Butler doing FCA, mm-hmm. and while I was in that school, I met some kids from the street that I grew up on, and I could tell. I could tell they were kids from the street I grew up on. They have a look. They have a smell. They're treated a, a certain way with the other students around, mm-hmm. and I walked up to a young lady and I'm like, "You live where do you live?" And you know, and she said what I used to say off campground road 
you never see Lake Dream One. Hmm. Mm. And I said, off Campground Road, uh, you live in Lake Dream One, don't you? And she put her head down. I said, put your head up, girl. And uh, she said, can I come to your Bible study? And she did. And after the Bible study, I said, can I bring can, can I bring the Bible study to you? So I go down to, in the park. And that's where it started. The ministry started in that park in Lake Dreamland with a couple kids sitting and, at a table. And God was beginning to Oh, he was stir, easing me <laughs> He's stirring, beginning to slowly stir in your heart yeah. to where you grew up. Yeah. He's going to take you back to there. And I didn't want to go. That was my Nineveh, and, man. <laughs> I'm serious. Not those people, Lord. Flood them, wipe them out. Let fire rain down on them. It was bad. I mean, it was it was it, it was not a good childhood growing up. It was drug infested. It was people. I got. I grew up getting beat up. I'm not going down there. I want to go down there, and I want to go down there with the righteousness of the sword and and cut people down and beat them up. You know, I'm a lot bigger than I was back then. Let's see who wants to mess with me now. Right. I'm serious. That was the, the mentality. Hmm. And so, so when you <laughs> when you go back there, what? You're, you're beginning to lead this Bible study. You're talking with these kids. And what is God doing in your heart? Love. Love. I mean, it's... And 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 and, 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 and granted, he, he sent me to Haiti. I'd already been to Haiti three times, too. That was part of the training. Love. Mm. You don't need a language to love. It's love. Go down there and love. Listen to them. Touch. Love. And I went down just because I was there. And then, you know, then, you know, people from one of the churches down there heard that I was down there and said, why don't you, you know, it's going to get cold because winter was coming, uh, fall. And they said, why don't you come up here to the church and preach up here? And so I invited the kids up there. And then, you know, I, you know, I, I, well, that's when I'd met with Kyle because I wanted to preach. I was going to kind of rewrite his sermon series from Not a Fan and put my twist on it. And I got his permission to do it. I'm like, well, I'll just go down there and preach it to these people. Um, so I preached. I preached not a fan for four weeks. On week four, they gave me the church <laughs> and left. And when so you say yours. gave you the church, I think people just think, oh, symbolically, no, literally. Oh, yeah, the, the 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 I mean the the deed, the, yeah. everything, you, the keys. You got it all. This six is. acres, the building. They gave me the church and left. The older people said, "We're done." Hmm. You you preached you know the DTR moment you know determine the yeah determine the relationship. We're thinking you're the man that God has sent. I'm like no. Are you thinking that though? No, hmm. uh, no, no way. I wouldn't right. pick that box up. And you know I started calling. I started calling my friends a minute. I called Bob Russell. Pick the box up. Pray about it. I think God's telling me pick the box up. You know I called you know Pastor Joel you know at uh, at Valley View at the time. Tony Tony Rose from Lagrange. I mean, I'm calling people. I want second and third opinions. I want somebody to tell me no. I was gonna say, are you calling? <laughs> you're, in, looking, you're looking for the <laughs> no. You're calling them to it, tell man. you. You're calling them to say, tell me not to do this, and nobody was doing it. You really. got it, Jim. Mm, That's man. it, man. So as we as we go into the last segment here, we're gonna take a break, and we're gonna hear about. So now, pa- uh, Pastor Tim. He's now Pastor Tim. <laughs> yeah. Hello. <laughs> and now he's pastoring a church in the Southwest Louisville in an area that he swore probably he saw in his rearview mirror when he's growing up. Saying, I'm not going back there. Broke it off. Never again. Never (laughs) We're going to talk about what God has done since then. So we'll take a break. Be back. Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to Solid Steps Radio, our final segment. We're here with our friend Tim Hartledge of uh, 
Southwest uh, Ministries, and we're going to, if you have not heard this entire story, you need to go to our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash Solid Steps Radio. On Monday, we'll post the entire show so you can go listen to the whole podcast. But basically, we've come up to the point now where Tim is now a pastor of a church in Southwest Louisville. Where he grew up. Yeah, he grew up, said, I'm never going back there. And then God says, ha ha, and he takes him back there. And now he's the pastor of the church. And they literally give him the keys. And they say, the church is yours. The ground is yours. This is now your church to take and run with. So, Tim, that was what, four years ago? Four years ago. Okay. So four years ago, you get the keys to the church. And then uh, what has happened with, you're not just going down to Southwest Louisville on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. for a service. Right. It's a community involvement. Talk about that. It is. You know, and it started off, I'm like, okay, we've got this church. We've got connections to Southeast, to Southern Ministry. Let's find a pastor. Let's find somebody to be over this. And right away, we thought about launching the ministry. So we knew we had a church. You know, I had a, you know, I had Valley View take the title because I didn't want to own a church. You know, it's so I had churches help. So Valley View, Southeast Christian, you know, I'm leaning on them saying, hey, what do we do here? And, and so they're holding it. And so we're, we're really doing ministry, but all of a sudden now there's a place of worship. Uh, so I started leading, you know, the, you know, doing the teaching and, and preaching part and uh, had, a, you know, and had a gentleman doing the music and helping out. Uh, uh, and then so I'm looking for the next guy. Mm-hmm. We launch a ministry, Southwest Family Ministries, and we're like, okay, somebody's going to be the executive director. We're looking for the guy. So at this point, I got four guys that are, you know, kind of like the trustees and we're, we're praying about it, praying about it. And finally, it, you know, I get this tug and I'm like, no, that's no, no, it's not supposed to be me. It's somebody else. So we we start praying and one by one, these guys come and say, I think God has shown us who it's supposed to be. And I'm like, oh, yeah, who? Who, who, who might that be? Yeah. And they all say, it's you, dude. And I'm like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> so it wasn't just part time stuff. Mm-hmm. God was saying, how much do you trust me? So two years ago. You know, at one of the the radio conventions in Nashville, I went to my boss and I resigned. So that was that was February of fourteen. Yeah, February fourteen. So I resigned. Almost two, almost two years. Yeah. So I resigned, and I'm like, let's let's start the process. Let's start, God's tugging. I think it's him. I'm just gonna be an obedient. If He can call it off. So we start looking for the next general manager. Now, so, now, back, now back up a little bit, now, because um, in, in your story, you, you eventually married Jennifer. Mm-hmm. And how does, how does Jennifer play into all this, and how does she feel um, in this ministry going down south? You know, in, in 2001, Easter pageant 2001, she was sitting in a chair beside me. We had a mutual friend that drug us there. Yeah. <laughs> and... Which at that time, I'm like, man, I'm not, you know, I'm not supposed to get married. I'm getting remarried. Well, God had another plan. So in, in you know, so in 2002, we, we got married. It was funny because we, we lived in two separate houses until we were married for six months. I remember my pastor called and said, you know, you can move in together now. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just testing her out, make sure it's going to work. It's, but, it, and then God brought that together. And so she, you know, uh, I don't think, well, neither one of us knew what we were getting into. And so here's this walk, and she's like, oh, cool, you know, business guy doing this and that. <laughs> and so it's funny because I always tell God, okay, you're telling me, but you got to tell her. Mm-hmm. You got to put it on our heart. And it, it was, it's really cool how Jennifer, you know, just one day, you know, God speaks to her in different ways. And she woke up one day and said, you're, you're leaving the radio station, aren't you? 
and this was in January of that year. And I said, you know, I said, I'm glad you said that because it's really on my heart to resign when I go to, you know, this, this, this meeting next month. And she said, do it. And I'm like, you're scared. And she said, well, yeah, that's why we're doing it. You know, if I wasn't scared, it'd probably be us. But we got to trust him. So here's this walk starting. And it took, wow. you know, and, and, and Tom Hoyt now is here as the general manager. Been here since April, May of this year. It took a while. But so so back you know back down the ministry, God's building it slowly and surely and letting it come, and then we end up with a with a house down you know on Lake Dreamland Road that we turn in you know God has us clean it, and then He provides us all the resource to redo it, and it becomes a tutoring center, and then we end up with you know then we're blessed with somebody that, that's helping to run that when we're connecting the students because you know when you go in to do community transformation you got to listen to the community you have to guide them because you're the you know you're the leader that god sent but you also got to listen to what they think they need and then also really look and see what they want or, or they really do need well education was a big problem down there mm-hmm. a huge problem you have kids going home from school mom dad guardian or whoever it is can't read or write so if important if homework isn't important to you and you can't help me it's not important to me so these kids just they just wouldn't turn their homework in mm. So you talking about a big, you know, when you look at it on a scale of an increase, you know, we had Brandy, which is in one of the videos that WHAS did, you know, she comes back and says, it's amazing. I turn my homework in, I pass. I'm like, well, let's see what happens when you apply yourself. We have those kids that first started, almost every one of them was on the honor roll. Not, wow. Yeah. And we had one that made principles list, you know, this past time. Because we're there loving on them, caring. There was a void of something. Now, we know there's a void of God. And we're going to go in and do that. But God says, love on them in a practical way. Give them. When you see them naked, clothe them. When you see them hungry, feed them, right? Yes. When you see they have lack of knowledge, help them with the knowledge. So we had to, they don't understand the Jesus stuff, much less read the Bible, unless you help them on, you know, you meet them where they are. And that's what I loved about what, what God, you know, taught us through the Gospels and through Acts. Meet them where they are. So our, our church work is in it's not in a building it's in a community and there was churches down there there was churches in the community but there was no community churches i mean literally i saw churches that would open their gates come in and shut it shut their gates for the community because it was too messed up so their church was on sunday morning for an hour really yep. okay yep. And, and then and, you came in and said, okay, this church, we're going to be something different. We're going to be a Monday through Monday through Sunday church because yeah. the community, the, the holistic approach, school and walk with them, love them. Right. You know, it wasn't, I mean, you look at, you know, when Paul was in Ephesians, that's, that's one of the places he stayed the longest, right? Like three years. Yes. I mean, it wasn't, it, it wasn't, it took time. And, and so community, you know, we, God has shown us three, you know, the rubber town area and there's three little communities in there. And that's where we, that's where we go down and love. Is it tough to love sometimes? Yes. I mean, I've done, I've, I've done probably more heroin funerals of heroin deaths of ODs than any other pastor I know. It's hard to stand in front of that coffin, those coffins time after time again. Uh, and then the beautiful thing you saw this last Sunday, you know, we had a couple, a young couple that is doing it a godly way. And he proposed mm. and I'm like, that's the seeds of tomorrow. Yeah. We're dealing with all this stuff, but look at this. This is our first couple that is doing it godly. And I mean, walking with God. And when he hit that knee Sunday, I mean, everybody was in tears. That's the growth And I'm just sitting there going, 
I needed that little bit of glory, Lord. I need you to show up because there's so much darkness, mm-hmm. you know. But we got, we got to see a little light. In, need some in, light, Lord. Yeah. And, and and you see it, you know, with you know with shopping with some of these kids for Christmas. You know, there's. I mean, I have kids that are 12 years old that have never opened up a Christmas gift on Christmas Day. People have loved on them and brought them stuff because we like to do that. Yeah. But you talk to them and you know they, well, what are you doing Christmas Day? Well, what do you mean? You know, and they don't have anything to open up. So the so the spirit of Christmas, which is is Jesus Christ, doesn't show. It, it, it's always. It's always disappointment. When they think of Christmas, it's about disappointment. Wow. They're treated better when they go back to school, the start of school. Yes. They get more gifts. They get loved on. They don't like the Christmas break because they're not in school. They're not being loved on. They don't have the food that they would normally be getting. That's where the church steps up. You know, it's not the answer is not coming on Air Force One. <laughs> it's not coming on the government. Right. It's the church. And, and, and we are the church. And we have to, we, you know, we have to love on them. Where, where does God want us to pick up for that community? That community is being transformed by, by, by the Holy Spirit. The whole community, not just a family. Mm-hmm. Now, after year one, we said, okay, there was, there was four families in there, and we got four families in that community. We could have left that community and went to the next one. But God said, I'm not done. I sent you down there for the whole community. And so when I, you know, when I stand down there and God puts on my heart, this whole community is getting saved. And if you're listening today, we, we want to encourage you to go to the website, swfamilyministries.com, mm-hmm. and there's stories on there, and there's just some some great things that are happening that God is using you, Tim, down there. Uh, you know, as the, the, our, our hour is almost up. Uh, wow. But, but, I, but I, um, Tim, unpack a little bit for us, um, as this is show for men by men yes. of 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 how God wants to use guys who are listening. Yeah, and he wants to use every one of you. And yeah. with that, you got to hit your knees, man. There's got to be a commitment. It's not just, okay, check mark, I went to church on Sunday. It's literally, you know, we're in, we're in an era of the Holy Spirit. God is with us. C- cry out to him and say, God, what do you want me to do? Man up, be bold. It's, it takes strong men to walk into Lake Dreamland. And there's strong men that God is calling to be, you know, to be to be under discipleship. But there's also guys that are in churches right now that need to be doing discipleship. You know, what are you doing? What's the kingdom work? What is it? Now, I'm not saying that he's calling everybody to be full time in it as vocation, but right. we should be full time Christians, right? Not yeah. part time. Whether we're whether we're a plumber or a teacher, or yes. an attorney or a doctor, you're, whatever. God's called us to be yeah. influencers for His kingdom. Yep. And then plug into the church. You know that those ten percent things are, are what you're doing in the church. You know, and it's it's, you know, time, talent, treasures. Are you giving God those? Not not being an own island, but men have to come together. The devil picks us off one by one and messes with us. If you're not praying with men, if you're not praying, and you're not speaking out loud and praying yourself, you're you're missing it. That's where the that's where the strength comes, and that we just see the Holy Spirit. We are centered around prayer, and seriously, I mean, we're centered around it. We pray. Well, that being said. <laughs> If you can believe it, the hour is up. And here's what we want to do. Tim, I want you to pray for the guys uh, and pray for anybody who needs to hear this to hear about the commitment that they need to make, whether it's to their community or more importantly to Christ. Mm. Father, we just ask for a cleansing of ourselves, Lord. Cleanse us, Lord. Get the Mm. world off of us, Lord, and just let us surrender. Surrender to you. You are the master. We are the slaves. We are the servants. You are the master. And you have a master plan for all of us, Lord. Father, I just pray that these men that are listening, that they just turn to you. They listen. They, they grab other guys. And they're going to be scared. And 
They're going to be at times uh, butterflies in their belly, Lord, but straighten them out, Lord. Straighten them out as we come to you together in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to Solid Steps Radio. We'll see you next Saturday.